This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also join me for my live show five days a week, 9 a.m. to noon on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, you can also check out HeidiHarris.com, where my books are up there, blog posts, obviously podcast archives, and there's a link to listen live to the show from anywhere at HeidiHarris.com. On December 30th, a husband and father was taken from his family because a young basketball recruit in Las Vegas was driving 88 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. Try to let that sink in. Over 50 miles an hour faster than he should have been. There were reports that he was under the influence. His blood tested for certain derivatives of marijuana. Not trying the case here, but the emphasis, I don't believe, has been put on the victim and, of course, this young man's got a great attorney and a powerful attorney, an expensive attorney, who's trying to defend him, which the young man is deserving of. Everyone deserves an defense. But somehow, in the shuffle, the victim's family almost always gets forgotten. Anne-Marie Echevarria is the widow of Eric Echevarria. And she joined me to talk a little bit about her husband and the fight she's having now to get justice for Eric. And just so you know, I'm not somebody to put a microphone in the face of somebody grieving, but Ms. Ejuveria has been out in public doing protests, talking a little bit about trying to get justice for her husband. So I wanted to get her on to explain on my show. Anne-Marie, welcome to the Heidi Harris Show. So glad to have you. Hi, thank you. I can't even imagine what you've gone through. I am so sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't, I don't even have any words. So... Talk to me about what's going on. You know, here, and the, you know, people often don't focus on the victims of these kinds of things, right? You hear about the headlines, and there's you know, lawyers involved, and this and that, and legal wrangling and whatnot. But you know, there's, the reality is, you lost your husband. Many people lost, uh, you know, someone they adored, and yeah. you've had to deal with hell for the last few months. And now they're trying to blame the accident on your husband. Talk to me a little bit about that whole situation. Um. It's very unbelievable that they even would consider blaming my husband. Um, and now they want to dismiss the whole case. Um, now they're saying that his DUI is not a DUI. But I've been doing, like, little protests, and um, we're going to do another one on June 12th to get everybody involved in helping us get justice for Eric. Um, the attorney that he has, David Chesnoff, is one of the most, well-known expensive attorneys in las vegas and he's been able to pull some strings to get this kid where he's at um i'm I'm beyond upset i'm just trying to be um hopeful and faithful that when we go back to court in july that he will have to face charges yeah because they're trying to say apparently look we can't try the case here i don't have all the information obviously you have more than i do but you know they're trying to say i guess there was something found in his car some kind of they found marijuana in his car Mm mm-hmm Yes. Actually, I just got back from picking up the um, supplementary report from the accident with all the pictures and all the witnesses, and it's very devastating. And I just I just really would like people, if everybody could um, go on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we have a justice, hashtay justice for Eric Echevarria, okay. because there's a lot of Eric, so we need Eric right. Echevarria, and contact the DA's office, contact the commissioner, let him know that this is not okay. Like, he cannot walk away from this. He he killed my he killed my whole life. Yeah. 
It's just horrible. It's horrible. And and now they're saying that, you know, your husband caused it because he turned left. But, you know, and I don't, I have not seen the video of the accident or anything, you know, that was associated with it supposedly. But here's the thing. I'm just thinking if I'm turning left uh, into, you know, into a, a, you know, a driveway or whatever it might be, I'm looking around. And if I don't see a car coming, then I can do it. If the car's coming 88 miles an hour and nowhere near that intersection, I might not even be able to see them. So to me, it, it wasn't that, he, I mean, I don't know the truth, but it doesn't make sense. Well, I'm saying. reading the papers right before you um, called and the witness that was behind him said he was, there was no one coming. She would have made the turn too. She would have. Mm. She would have just made the turn too because there was no one coming, and all she heard was this big room. And then he just ran right into my husband, put him through a brick wall. And now I'm looking at the pictures. I'm. I'm it's unbelievable, unbelievable that they would even think that Zion Collins should get away with this. I mean, th- this is the law. He was. It was 3.0 when they took his blood with marijuana. The law says anything over 2.0. They're trying to throw that out, saying it's not scientific enough. When he did the blood work, it was 3.0. So there's no, there's no denying it. There's no saying it didn't happen. But, um, you know, we have a lot of people trying to help us. Um, we really do, just trying to get justice for Eric and let everybody know what's going on. Like, write to the DA, write to the commissioner. Um, let them know, you know, just let them know that this, this is not acceptable. This is letting people know that... You can go 88 miles an hour, and you could be high, and you can kill someone, and you can walk away from it. What kind of example is that setting for all the, you know, the, the younger kids that are starting to drive, and with the marijuana the way it is? You know, like, this is not okay. This is not, I will not accept this. I won't accept this. I don't know what. I just know God is going to help us, and this is going to work out, because this is so. not okay. It's terrible. We're speaking with Anne-Marie Echeverria. Uh, her husband was killed December 30th in an accident involving Zion Collins, the uh, star basketball player. There were reports early. I've not seen them since, but there were reports early that this kid apparently had a history of driving really, really fast. Have you heard anything about that? Yes, yes. Um, I have that in paper, too. He, um, four times in the last couple of years, because um, he's, he only got, he's only been, probably been a licensed driver, what, like two years? I mm-hmm. guess two, maybe three years. Um, he's 19. But he had um, one for going the wrong way on a one-way street, one for not paying attention to the road, and then two um, two speeding tickets for over, I think, like over 30 miles an hour. And with this, he was going 53 miles over an hour. Wow. And, and it makes you wonder, too, because there are, and we don't know, I don't know all the facts on this, but a lot of times you see these star athletes who get away with murder, literally, before he ran into your husband. They get away with a lot of things because of what they can do, throw a ball, catch a ball, whatever it might be. And so you wonder how much of this stuff would, you know, if it was your average kid, maybe they'd have lost their license by now. I don't really know. Oh, of course they would have. They would have. Yeah. I have five kids, four of them are in their 20s and 30s, and... They weren't even allowed to get their license until after they graduated. So, I mean, that's something that we should probably look at, too. Raising the age of them getting a license at 15, 16 years old is ridiculous. Yeah. How are your kids doing? Um, horrible. Horrible. Um, me and Eric have one child together who's 14. Mm-hmm. But my four older kids are so de- I mean, I didn't even know that. I knew they loved Eric, but I didn't know that they had such a connection with him. And it, they're still crying about it. And everybody's still upset. We just can't move on. We can't. We just can't move on. 
And what people don't understand, once again, we're speaking with Anne-Marie Echeverria. Her husband, Eric, Eric was killed December 30th in this horrible car accident involving Zion Collins. You know, what people don't realize is when something like this happens, it's bad enough to lose a family member. I don't care if it's cancer or whatever. It's bad enough. But to lose a family member in any kind of situation like this, when there's a crime or an alleged crime that occurred, I mean, it's just a continuous torment to the actual victims of a situation like this to the you know you can't get past this because you're constantly you, you said just today here you are months out you have to go pick up paperwork yeah. and reports and pictures i mean it's impossible to heal at this point all right you're right wow it's, it's i just hope he gets justice you know i don't i don't want anybody to you know that's just not me like um i don't want anybody to like if he if he was innocent it'd be different but he's He's guilty. He was mm-hmm. there. He was, you know, like there's everything is pointing to him. And for them to just say that they want to dismiss the case is, I, you know, I don't know if these people have had people die that they really love because you don't just like you lose your husband, you lose your best friend, you lose your sounding board, you lose your, you know, your going out partner, you're going shopping together, you know, just right. talking, having someone to call after work. And I mean, every day I would call him after work and talk to him. And um, you know, it's 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 horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, and nothing that they give Zion Collins, no matter what ultimately happens, nothing's going to bring your husband back. We know that. Right. But but you want justice, and it just it's it's crazy that there seems to be so much emphasis now. And I have not. I've got to tell you the truth. I, like I said, I have not read one story in the last few months that mentioned Zion Collins' apparent driving history recently. They're they're not talking about that anymore. Right. That seems to be have been dropped. Sweep everything under the carpet. But I'm not going to let them. We did, like I said, we did like a movement. And about 50 people came, the news came, um, but we're going to do another one. Uh, Eric's birthday is June 12th, and we're going to do it at the park, and it's going to be huge. And we want everyone to come out and, you know, help us get justice for him, because this is the only way. Because um, if nobody says anything, they're going to just do their little ways that they do at the courthouse. But this mm-hmm. is bigger than the courthouse now. They need to. They need to really charge him what he needs to be charged with. It should be. And it's interesting, too. We're speaking with Anne-Marie Echeverria, whose husband, Eric, was killed December 30th in that horrific car crash. You know what? I It was interesting what you said. I had not heard that before. That you Because I remember I was talking about how he was accused of turning left in front of Zion Collins. And I was saying, hey, why, you turn left, you, you look, you don't see a car coming because the ones who were going the speed limit aren't. All of a sudden, some guy comes from, from behind everything, 88 miles an hour. That's how I'm picturing it. But it was interesting what you said about the woman who was a witness who was right behind your husband who said, hey, I would have turned left then, too. I thought it was clear because there was nobody coming. Right, right. And it's a long stretch of road. He was coming. Well, when he hit Eric, it was 88 miles an hour. I don't. There's no skid marks, so we know he didn't slow down. Wow. I don't know if he was going faster, and then he hit him at 88. I, I don't know those details, but I know that he hit Eric after he turned, and I have it right in the police report. I'm so happy that I just saw this. Um, Eric was already turned, and oh. he came and... and veered towards Eric and hit him and killed him. Well, he must have panicked or something, like when he was driving, and he veered into him and killed him. And the girl said, she, thank God she didn't go, like, behind Eric, because, you know, like, usually, uh, the street is not really big. It was just long. Right. And if you make that left, you can see clear through who's coming, but he was coming so fast that the girl didn't even see him. She, she said it, it looked like he dropped out of the sky. Well, and you won't That's see in the it. Report to her, the witness. Yeah, okay. and you won't, and you won't see somebody who's coming from behind other cars or whatever else because they weren't in sight because they weren't going the posted speed limit. Right. <sighs> what well, a mess. Uh, you know, I'm praying that everything you know goes good that we can do this. 
Well, listen, Amory, I appreciate you joining me. My heart breaks for you and Thank your family. Thank you so much. I appreciate you letting me talk. Well, listen, I'm happy to let you talk, and, and we'll we'll talk again as this thing progresses. And um, I wrote this down. Now, let me get this straight. Justice for Eric Echeverria. Check that out at uh, Instagram. Yeah, hashtag. Okay, hashtag. Justice for Eric Echeverria. Okay, and you're going to have... Um, you're going to have uh, uh, June 12th, you said, is the next event? Yes. Okay, I'll let people know about that. And, I'm, you know, please keep in touch with us, okay? And let I us will, know. And I'll just... give you the details so that everybody can come out that day, too. Okay, thank you. Thank you, okay. Emory. Thank you so much. I appreciate Th- thank it. Thank you. See, these are the kind of things that are important. For the victims, it doesn't end, especially a victim of crime. It doesn't end. You bury the person. You have to deal with the loss of a person, which is bad enough. If you lose someone to cancer, that's terrible. But if you lose someone to something tragic, something avoidable, it just, the pain is just multiplied. And here she's just months later, just now getting the reports, just now getting the pictures. This is the kind of thing that so often gets swept under the rug. And I did notice that the media has not mentioned this young man's previous driving record of multiple tickets. And that's just the times he was caught. Clearly, because this kid was a basketball star, nobody wanted to rein him in like they should have. I can't imagine what his family was spending for car insurance after all the problems he had. Who was paying for this? Who was allowing this? Who was enabling this? That's the question. Now, because he's a big star, or at least he was a high school star, he's going to have a big fancy attorney. Listen, the man is, as I mentioned, he's entitled to a defense. But we want justice for Eric also, and the victim should never be forgotten. We'll keep you updated on the whole story. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me 9 to noon weekdays on my live show at AM670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. And never forget, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. 